what's cooking up in the kitchen? Am I smelling that soul food? Oh yes, it is soul food. The spiritual food for your spiritual nourishment. And you know what? This food will never expire. Never expire? I need this food every day. You are listening to these spiritual-based podcasts. There are many podcasts, but this one here is to satisfy your soul, to feed your spiritual hunger. Are you hungry for God? Don't let your soul be hungry. No matter where you are, whatever you are doing now, at work, home, or on the go, you can still listen here and right now the uh, Soul Food Podcast. Don't let ever your soul to go hungry. It's time for some Soul Food. Thank you for listening here on Soul Food. Today we will start with a song from the Youth Power Group USA. Enjoy. What would you give him a baby? Can't compare myself to anybody. I got motion, baby. Feel like Jimmy Butler. Cause I only carry heat. You can't take me out of character. I got a different piece. Teed up, up on the ground. In real life don't match his feet. I can't trust in commas. Mm, only GOD. I can't dance with the devil. He already paid that fee. Put my paint up in a choco. I didn't give it time to breathe. People love to talk, I got fans like it's TMZ Got it out the mind, I'm putting work on plan C's Give my people freedom, call that Martin Luther King Bugging on that corner, man I only had a dream Hotter than a sauna, I got that fire when I speak Got my boys up in Florida when they smile they going glee Got that motion baby, man I'm barely getting sleep He on demon time, introduce him to the kings of kings I be getting jiggy, and you know that boy too clean Say this hitting different I'm a different breed, ain't no pick and roll Just at the screen, we applying pressure Over here, nothing is sweet Feel like Darren Sproles Cause I'm quick up on my feet yeah. I'm a newborn, ain't no plan B I got the angels by my side and G.O.D. on top of me They ask me if I wanna die, I say he already paid a fee yeah. I hop in the pool, uh-huh, no life, everything new, uh-huh The Bible my food, uh-huh, you show me the view, uh-huh They say, how you feeling? I just minding my business, uh-huh I be with the relics, yeah, what them I be chillin', the devil attacking. Uh, the angels are holding my baggage. Can never be lacking. They watching my back, yeah. I got motion, separating the ocean. Got me feeling like most. God give me hope, yeah. Ain't no tiptoe. Stay firm and never go fall down. Head straight, never keep my head down. I was gone, but you know I'm back now. Hands up, never keep my guard down. I'm in the ring with it, uh huh. Feeling like Creed with it, uh huh. I know that demons are fiending, yeah. But I got Jesus, so leave me alone. Don't touch me, I'm in my zone. If you missed part one of YOLO, go tune in into our previous episode. Today we will continue part two of Devante Fraser and David Odom with your main host, Bishop Joshua. I got shot. So when I got shot, we was all like, the day before, we was uh, smoking, like going all around smoking. I was like super high that night. And right before I got shot, I was literally planning to leave state to go, you know, rob other people. And I was, I placed inside of myself that, you know, cause I was so low Bishop. I placed inside of myself that, you know, I'm gonna kill anybody that getting in my way, you know, when I was uh, hitting these licks. So I placed that inside of me. And so right before that all happened, I got shot. I got shot, we were smoking and the dude, he thought I was messing with another game. 
I had a problem with him uh, beforehand because I, you know, I sold him some. He's the one you thought that had your back. Exactly, Bishop. Okay, uh, Devont, trouble with the law, juvie. Bishop, I was facing juvenile life. I used to go to juvenile so much. My first time was when I was 12, but I kept going, kept going. The judge got tired of my face. She said, if you see me one more time, I'm going to get juvenile it's life. Over. It's over with. So I was facing juvenile life. After that, got deep involved in the crime start, faced the federal, they skipped the regular police. They had enough of me, the federal case. I remember one time, there's an officer that used to work in my high school. I used to sell drugs in my high school too. And he told me, I, I have nothing to do with you no more. Your case is high enough. Cause he, he heard with the federal. So at that point, it's, I was just paranoid. I had PTSD like crazy. And at that point, it's like, you don't know what else to do because it's at like, all. nothing is working. And when they, when they kicked in on us, they- tell, I'm sorry, tell me about PTSD. Like, I used to always think, Bishop, that somebody wanted to kill me. Like, I'll be outside at night. I used to always think somebody would kill me. People were, like, looking at me, like, to take me out. And I used looking to be, over your shoulder, right? I used to be beefing with a lot of dudes in other hoods and stuff like that. And so a lot of people wanted to kill me. You understand? Even I had a price on my head. Uh, one time I was in the backyard. The guy was setting me up to shoot me right there. But I, I perceived everything, and once, you know, everything I perceived... So I, you were the beef? I was the beef, bitch. I was beefing with people a lot. Mm. And when, once I perceived it, I just left. Because at that point, Bishop, it's like you can't really trust nobody. I at mean, all. when they say, like, it's lonely at the top, quote-unquote, it's because it's like you're getting all this money, but to get money, you got to cross people. And Bishop... To have a name for yourself, right, Devonta? You got to... You gotta step on toes, you gotta cross people, you gotta stab people in the back sometimes. And like what he's saying is true. I got to a point where I planned how I was gonna kill my own right hand man. Like how I was gonna dump his body, everything. Because I thought he wanted to kill me. That's how bad the PTSD was. I was willing to kill my own best friend who had my back, Bishop. I planned it, I was gonna do it. I even like was crazy. Was he the one who shot you? No, he wasn't the one that shot me, but it was to that point like I was just so paranoid. I felt like I had nobody. You don't okay. know who to trust. Problems with the law. Bitch, we had a lot of problems with the law. Not only in the hood where I live, but I used to hang out in Harlem too. So I had family from some projects in Harlem. So the cops knew me in Harlem and the cops knew me in my hood because of all the people we ran with, things we used to do. And I remember that the cops would always look at us and be like, we're going to catch y'all. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. But for me, I was kind of a little bit too slick to the point where I thought I was too smart. And then I ended up getting caught. And then when I ended up getting caught, I'm like, nah, this is too real because everything stopped functioning the right way. Because I'm a person that I like to have plans for everything. So once things started not working out, I got a little bit afraid. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, if what I think is going to happen is not happening, me running from the law and not getting caught, then I start getting caught. Or me. So now the tough male, the tough boys were afraid. I ain't going to lie, Bishop. When it, when, when, it really, when it really start to become reality, Anybody that's watching now that say they're not scared when it start becoming reality, you you capping. I'm not gonna lie. Cause even that's for me, I was lot. the toughest guy in the world. People thought I had a lot of heart. People thought, nah, he's not afraid of nobody. But when it came to being squared up inside of a little cell and I had to actually think about it, either I could be free, do whatever I want outside, or have somebody tell me when to eat, when to shower, when to go to sleep, when to wake up. I'm like, nah, time out. I don't know about you, Devontae, but I was like, like, nope. My first ain't gonna time, be me. My first time, Bishop, like. When the feds first like ever kicked in on us, I was about like 15. They, I woke up, the drugs I had under my pillow, they had an AK-47 in my head. You were 14? I was like 15, bitch. 15. 
They had an AK-47 in my head. They stripped me off the bed, like dragged me. I was scared, Bishop. I never, like, I never, like, was so scared, Bishop. I couldn't move. They put us in it. I couldn't move. And I'm just, like, in my head, like, man, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to say nothing. But I was so scared, Bishop. Like, scared. Like. Well, uh, we are talking about YOLO. You only live once. This folks by me was supposed to be in debt or in prison, locked up. But now you know me as the Bishop of UBB. These folks have their shirt that says YPD. Uh, Devant, before you talk about YPD, you came to the Universal Church. Yes, sir. The UBB is a group of the Universal Church, right? UBB, let me have it here, it stands for Universal. Universal is the name of the church, the Universal Church. Universal Beyond Bars, prison ministry. That's why we are now inside of prison through these tablets. And we also go inside and we have many classes, prayer services, programs in prison to save people like these young folks. So, when you first came into this church, yes. because people like you guys can never even think of going to church. Nah, the shit They are not accepted. In the hood, if you say you're going to church, it's like, <laughs> nah, you, you, you become corny. It don't matter how tough you are. Definitely. It don't matter the type of street group. You could have killed three, four, five people. But once you say you start going to church, it's like all of that work that you put in in the hood, Washed away. And besides, people do not accept people like you were. They don't accept, they judge, they judge. Uh, 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 by their skin color, by the background. And Bishop, I'm sorry, if they, if they do even accept you in a church, most, some of the time, if it's like a community church, the, the pastors there or whatever, they know who sell drugs in the community. Yeah. If they accept you in the, the church or whatever, it's because they know you're going to bring a, you know, it's because of ul money, ulterior you know, motives, pretty you much. Understand? It's like, I'll accept you in my church as long as you support me. You and understand? You really? Paying the bills. Yes, this sure. is how <laughs> it would be in the past, but I mean, crazy. the reality is, it's like, we needed more than that. When you first came into the church, what was the judgment? How did they judge you? No one judged me, Bishop. When I first came to the church, I sat all the way in the back. I came regular but no one judged me. And it's like everything that the pastor was saying there, it was like I needed that, Bishop. Yeah. I really needed it. So no one judged me. I had a lot of anger issues. I had a lot of problems. But the pastor took time to talk to me, even invited me to come back the same day for an extra meeting. I came back, Bishop. I came, that's the first day when I came to the church. First day you came the to the church? The first day, Bishop. You know, I had PTSD strong. That's like right after I got shot. First time in the church like this? The first time, Bishop. My first time. Nobody judged you? No one. They look at me wrong, anything. When we say here that the Universal Church, when I say that the UBB is a judgment, free church, free zone, come as you are. That's why we go to you in prison. My friend, hey, look at me. I don't care what you have done, what your crime is. When I talk to people in prison, I don't go online. I don't Google their past. I don't check on your background to know who I'm talking to. I'm there to help, to help souls. So I don't see you as a criminal. Everybody's life makes mistakes, right? That's why we do not judge. David, first time in this church, 
Is the church also in the Bronx? It is, Bishop. It is. Uh, when I first attended the church, it was in the Bronx on Southern Boulevard. And now, mind you, Southern Boulevard is a real popular area where a lot of a lot of people pass by, different hoods. But at that point, when I started going to the church, I was like, I don't care. I was at my lowest point. I was like constantly getting high. I had just blew a whole bunch of money. Did anybody judge you in the church? Oh, no, nah, Bishop. On the contrary, when I came to the church, the pastor sat with me, he spoke with me, and he told me that he believed in me. When I first came to the church, I felt like nobody believed in me. That's why I was selling drugs. That's why I was sleeping around. That's why I was carrying guns. But once he told me those words, no, nah, I believe in you. He barely knew me. He didn't know much about me. And he was like, nah, you have a future. You can leave all these things behind and God has a brighter future for you. The pastor told you. The pastor told me that. And in, I had, the, in the Bronx. In the Bronx. So you from? New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans. New Orleans, Louisiana. So we have the Universal Church all over USA. In all 50 states plus, even then Hawaii, we have churches as well all over USA. Uh, tell me about YPG, what YPG is all about. Yes, sir. So the YPG is a youth program for young adults, teens. And in this youth program, we not only learn about like God, but we learn how to overcome ourselves, our backgrounds, you know. As we were speaking about earlier, you know, a lot of youth that come to our youth group, they come from the community. They come just like us, products of the hood. But when we came to the YPG, I learned how to overcome my anger. I learned how, you know, to overcome myself. And I found family. I found family. I found friends. I found real friends because the person that shot me wasn't a real friend. But in the YPG, I found real friends. And in the YPG, we have different things like music, sports, all type of things like that, you know, to keep the young adults, the teenagers, the youth involved. And that's what really got me, you know, in the YPG. It was basketball as well. Me, so, me a, a youth, a youth power group. Youth power group, Bishop. Okay. So, how long have you been involved in the Universal Church, that is also UBB, uh, in this YPG? I would say 13 years now, Bishop. So, and for me, youth power group, or I like to call it young, powerful, and gifted. Because the YPG gives us an opportunity, like Devontae said, with basketball. I was a real real interested person in basketball. I would love to play, I would love to hoop, but because of my double life, I wasn't really able to do it. And then once I came to the YPG and they gave me an opportunity to have fun, but not just like have fun smoking, drinking, partying, but having fun without having to do all these things. I was like, all right, I was kind of like, I was like geeked up. I'm like, all right, listen, you know what? If, if I could do this, like you feel me like Devontae, if I could do this without smoking, I don't need to be high to have fun, I don't need to drink, I don't need to smoke. Listen, the YPG is where it's at, Bishop, so sure. I've been locked in ever since. We are going to show uh, some highlights of YPG is all about. The YPG is the youth program that we have in this church, as they said it well. We take care of the elderly, as we have the elderly groups in the church. We have women's group, and we have the YPG that's for the youth. This ministry, this church is full of youth. Usually, they say that church... It's for older people. Yeah. On the contrary. Old people for the elderly. <laughs> so this is what they can expect when they come to the YPG. And to be honest, Bishop, this video, it didn't even do it justice. It's, really? It's, it's a lot more in person. It's something about being in a YPG in person that's just like... So the vibes are greater. I mean, it's, greater, it's, it's always it's lit, Bishop. <laughs> always, always. So uh, in a few, we are going to pray. I have my water. Prepare your water. We are going to pray for our kids. We are going to pray for the young folks over there in prison and also for your children. Do you have children, boys and girls, or even adults? Let us pray for them. 
I said that I have a surprise for you. Remember, I, I'm going to surprise you right now. You heard their stories, how bad their lives were, and they were not supposed to be here. We are doing this episode that is Iolo. You only live once. The scripture says, let us read one more time. The thief came, that is Satan, does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Satan almost did in their lives. On the other hand, they have found the Universal Church, the UBB, the YPD, and Jesus told them that I, Jesus, I, Jesus, have come that they may have life and that they may have, they have it more abundantly. Devont, do you have this abundant life? Yes, sir, Bishop. I have this peace, this happiness, like sometimes. Wow, wow, wow. Hold on. Take this breathe. Breathe, buddy. Yes, you said that you have abundance of peace. What is this? Bishop, I used to be an angry person. Like, it was really even hard for me sometimes to laugh. Like, I was just always angry. I was angry at the world, but now I have peace. Like, I have had, sometimes I just bust out laughing out of nowhere. And people like, Why <laughs> But you, you are laughing? not crazy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> like, live by you, you, you are at peace. Yes, sir, I'm at peace, Bishop. So okay. Uh, uh, David, I have come to give life and life more abundantly. Do you have it? Oh, most definitely, Bishop. I was searching for women outside of the church. Now I have my wife. I was searching to have a happy relationship with my mother. Now I have a good relationship with my mother. She's like, of course, after my wife, she's like my best friend. Well, let me show the picture again here. That's your wife. Yes, sir. So how long have you been married? Um, 10 years now, Bishop. 10 years. Yes, there sir. are some ladies over there in Leymory, in Hobby, uh, in many female prisons that knows Amber because she also goes inside to help people in prison. So you have a peace now. Oh, yes. And apart from that, Bishop, I was able to forgive my father. He wasn't there, and I was like, I kind of blamed him for not being in my life and always blamed him that if he was there, my life wouldn't be the way it was. You now, forgave your dad. I forgave him, and now we even talk pretty much almost every day. We text, we call each other. He tells me he loves me. I tell him I love him. It's, it's like nothing ever happened. And maybe I say, hey, Bishop, Bira, Joshua, what is the surprise that you said? Well, what do you do uh, 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 for living, you and you? Yes, sir. You want to go first? I go first. <laughs> Today, I'm a pastor in the Universal Church. So oh, oh, hold on. You are what? I'm a pastor. You are a pastor? Yes, sir. You used to have guns, pistols, shooting sure. people. I used to destroy people's life, and now God is using me to save people's life. You, know? you are a pastor? Yes, sir. We have yes, some pictures here of Pastor Devont. Pray with me on the TV Pro. I think that I know this place. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, you are pastor. Where is your church? Savannah, Georgia, Bishop. Savannah, Georgia. Yes, in the dirty south. <laughs> the dirty south. Dirty red in the dirty south. Yes, sir. Dirty south. <laughs> the dirty south, Bishop. But you are there serving God? Serving God, saving souls, going to the hoods, the communities and spreading the word of God. And that's the greatest joy, Bishop, honestly. Because, honestly, I can't forget where I came from because no one gave me this chance, Bishop. No one used to believe in me. And when I came to the Universal Church, 
They invested in me. They showed me, you know, life. They showed me God, but they believed in me. And that's what I needed, Bishop. I never felt like no one understood me. But when I came to the universe, I was understood. What about you, Dave? What do you do? Oh, I'm a pastor as well, Bishop, in the Universal Church, a church where when I came, they didn't judge me. They accepted me with open arms because I always felt I was dealt a bad hand. But coming to the Universal Church, it showed me, listen, God is real. The power of God is real. And I have a, I have a fighting chance, not just for me, but also to save other lives, like Devontae was saying as well. So, and that uh, is the church where you preach and you also do the YPD over there. Yes, sir. So now, instead of destroying lives, I'm able to help build up lives. I didn't have a chance. I didn't have a, a fighting chance on my own, but now God is able to use me there in, in Greenspoint, Texas, like Devontae was saying, basically in the heart of the hood in the North Houston area. I was from the hood, destroying lives. Now I go back to the hood to, to save, save lives. Now, uh, there are people watching us for some unities, some prison in Texas. Where you have you been? Where? In Texas, praying for people. Well, I've been to the Jester 3 unit. So to you gentlemen that's in the Jester 3 unit, hello. Gory unit, I currently go to now. Apart from Gory unit, the Luther unit. Uh, I've been to Wayne Scott unit. I've been to, as well, I've passed through Hobby a couple of times with... So when people also. say that you have been to this unit, it's not serving time. Oh, no, not serving time, not serving <laughs> time, not you explain not yourself, my friend. I've been there to do the work of the UBB. <laughs> oh, you are also serving with the UBB. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Well, what a surprise. This is what I'm telling you. This is what I'm talking about. When I say here that I mean what I say, I say what I mean, this is what I'm talking about. God has transformed their lives. Their lives. One more time for you. How old are you? 23. 23. 23. I just turned 32. 32. So they are young. They are serving the Lord. They were serving the devil that came to kill, steal, and destroy. But now they are serving the Lord. What else shall I say? What else shall I say to you? Do you believe? If you don't believe, let me call you Thomas. Yes, that's right. If you don't believe for me, you are Thomas. Because I'm not preaching. I'm showing to you. It's a fact, Bishop. That's, that's 100%. Right? So, what else shall I say? Let us pray, my friend. Let us talk to God right now. And I'm going to ask both of them to help me to pray for you. Because now they pray for people. Now they have power to bless you. And I tell you something else. They did not learn to be a pastor in the university. They did not go to college to read the books or just the Bible. They had their own experience with God. These folks have known the Lord, not just what I preached. And I had this privilege to uh, uh, follow up with them when they first came to the church. Very young as they came, I met him in Louisiana, brought him to New York. I met him when he came from the Bronx to the Brooklyn. And now these folks are helping me to help others. This is the work of God. So don't give up on your son, on your daughter. Hey, hey, over here, over here. Don't give up on yourself. Take your water. Let us pray. This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. 
God is ready to hear you. Join us now for a moment of prayer. This is now the moment of the prayer. Pastor, now I say Pastor Devont, Pastor David, they are going to help us in prayers right now. Let us pray. Do you have your water? Please close your eyes. Pastor Devont. My God, in the name of your son Jesus, we unite our faith with all those who are watching right now on their tablet. And my God, maybe they was just like me and David, despised in the street. They was a product of their hood, of their environment. No one believed in them. They didn't have their father, good examples. But my God, right now we bless them. We determine, my God, that what we receive, the peace, the joy that they receive right now there where they are. You that is watching, that is listening to this prayer, receive the peace. The joy that we have in the name of Jesus. My God, I pray and I ask of you that you may bless, my Lord, the life of all of those that are like myself, that they were born into a house with a single mother and they have seen their mother in the past struggling. And this is why they're in this situation, because they wanted to chase money. They allowed the street life to be greater than their future. But my Lord, I pray, my Father, that through this prayer, through this message, that you may have opened their eyes, that they may know and understand that there is a way out. And my Lord, I ask of you that you may remove whatever blockage, that you may remove whatever curse, that you may remove, my Lord, whatever cycle of events continues to occur in and out of prison, those that are young in and out of juvenile. I pray, my Lord, that you may open the doors for them that their life may be transformed and may be different. And that one day, like myself, I'm here testifying, they may be able to do the same to show that your power is real in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I bless my Lord, their children. There is this mother, father in prison. They have not seen their children for ages. There is this drama between them, conflicts. They don't get along. They don't talk. They don't call. Lord, I ask you to bring her kids back into her life. Let the boy forgive his mother. The girl forgive her father. Make peace among this family. They are holding pictures. They have albums. Lord, and I ask you, the same work you have done in the life of Devonte, David, do in the life of this person as well. And I bless the young folks in prison. There is this young man, this young girl. They are teenagers in their 20s, 30s, and they have more time inside of prison, group homes, foster cares. They have been in foster house, family, juvenile. Now they are in their adults, prison. My father, the future was taken from them. But you said, I came to give life and life more abundantly. Give to them abundant life, abundance of peace, love, respect in the name of Jesus. Bless my father this water. And when we drink of this water, 
Let your power be inside of this purse. I ask you for these letters. All the letters they have sent me. Oh Lord, you know how jealous I am of my letters. Because they send to me, I read and daily, oh yes. Daily I pray for these letters, for these messages. Lord, I ask you, turn their lives around. As we are saying today, you only live once, but let this person live with peace. To have a good life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. You are not alone. You can stand right now. Let us drink the water together. The Lord has blessed you. Thank you for listening here on Soul Food Podcast. Tune in tomorrow to hear the last words from Devante and David. And make sure to share this spiritual food to feed others. Keep your notifications on because we have more tomorrow. listening in that's all the soul food we have to share today stay tuned to the next episode on soul food and keep your notifications on share each episode with your friends and family to feed their souls give the food that lasts forever Mm -hmm.